The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections. And I it's Sunday, 4 o'clock, and that means it's the best hour in radio of the week. It is the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and each week, as you know, we talk politics, Israel, and the law. And uh, we are honored this week to have the Deputy Consul General to the Midwest here in the United States from the Jewish state of Israel, Dr. Delphine Gamberg. And I first want to say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all of my Christian friends and uh, brethren uh, across the world. And indeed, uh, this is a, an important time, in particular, for the United States, we take stock uh, as to the entire year, but we, uh, most importantly, uh, members of all the Judeo-Christian faith over this month, uh, celebrate their faith and their understanding of their relationship with a higher power and uh I think there's nothing more important than pausing for a moment and connecting from the craziness, as I often say, the hurly-burly of everyday life. So Merry Christmas to everyone out there. And uh, jot this down, uh, coming up in the month of January, we will have a columnist, author, journalist, uh, and and really political, uh, well, political expert in many respects, Selena Zito uh, on the Victory Hour. So be watching for that coming up in the next month. So today we have, uh, this is going to be a very interesting discussion as Dr. Delphine Gamberg from the State of Israel, from the Foreign Ministry, uh, is with us, and uh, Dr. Gamberg has been in foreign affairs, diplomacy, public communications uh, in large part uh, for more than 25 years uh, and stationed in locations across the world with a f- phenomenal understanding, frankly, of world events, geopolitical events, uh, diplomacy, and the impacts of all of those on the state of Israel. Uh, She has been uh, in Jerusalem, certainly in D.C. and other places here in the United States, uh, in France uh, as well, and now stationed as Deputy Consul General here to the Midwest in the United States, out of uh, Chicago. 
and we welcome her to the Victory Hour. Uh, Doctor, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me. You know, it's and Merry vic- Christmas to everybody. <laughs> Indeed, uh, it is a very difficult time. It's a difficult Christmas uh, this year for all in seeing yeah. what is happening in the Middle East that has brought on, uh, has been brought on uh, to not just the state of Israel, but to everyone across the world by the terrorist organization Hamas through its horrific uh, attack and its Nazi-like conduct toward the Jews on October 7th. And the first question I have for you, uh, doctor, is... Please call me Delphine. <laughs> I will call you Delphine. Thank you very much. Is, is uh, And I talked about this last week on the show, but I'd like to get your take on it. People talk a lot about innocent civilians getting caught in the crossfire of what's going on in Gaza today. And I tried to answer the question, who really is an innocent civilian that continues to reside in Gaza after all that has taken place. Are there innocent civilians, and how do you define them? And how does the IDF deal with separating them out? Well, it's it's a very it's a very complicated issue, um, as you can imagine, because you know it's, it's a war, uh, and in wars, unfortunately, uh, there is nothing like that clean war. Uh, there are casualties on both sides, and unfortunately, I've been also a casualty among among the, the Palestinians, the, the civilians in Gaza. Um, but what is very important to remind uh, it's when 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 the people got the numbers of the civilians' casualties, we must say that at least half of them are Hamas fighters, and we know that they are Hamas terrorists at least half of them. And regarding the second half, we don't have any kind of certainty about the numbers of casualties. It doesn't mean that that, that won't be casualties. Again, it's a war, and unfortunately, there are casualties. Uh, um, but it is very important to remind that when we got the numbers from Gaza, those are the numbers that are given by the, the Hamas, by the uh, terrorist organization Hamas. So we don't have any kind of certainty mm-hmm. about about the numbers. And yeah. it's very important to remind the sources because when, when especially journalists, they say, okay, there, there, there has been uh, uh, 2,000, 20,000 of uh, uh, civilian casualties in Gaza, but they, don't, they even don't, don't, don't mention the source, which is the Hamas, which is incredible just to even to advance a number which has been given by, by the, Ministry, the Ministry of Health of the Hamas. So it's very important to remind that. And, and of, of course, we deplore the, the civilian casualties, but we should remain those two very important points. First, what does the IDF do to yeah. what does the IDF do to avoid civilian casualties? And and again, I want to make sure that everyone understands those that aided and abetted Hamas fighters on October seventh yeah. are not civilians; they are supporters aiders and abet, uh, abettors who provide yes. comfort and support for uh, terrorists, for the most horrific butchers that we have seen since the Holocaust. 
And so they are not civilians. And when you get down to counting numbers and looking at those, you have at least half who are actual fighters, and then you have many more that are supporting the actual fighters. Absolutely. Unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, we, we still continue to say that we should free Gaza from Hamas because the Palestinians, the civilians in Gaza, they are also hostages of Hamas. But unfortunately, we do see, we don't like to see that because we don't like to see humanity or barbarism from the other side of, of, of the border. But we do see a lot of massive support of the Gazan population to Hamas. They are supportive of Hamas. I don't say that it's all of them, obviously not. But unfortunately, most of them, and we saw that, we see, we see it, we saw that, especially when, when the, the, the Hamas terrorists came back to Gaza with, with uh, bodies of, uh, or, or, of women and injured soldiers and women, civilians, civilians and babies and kids. And, and, and we saw it also when, when uh, uh, they bring, bring back the hostages um, uh, to the Red Cross. We saw the, the hatred and, 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 and the, the, the screaming and, and, and the insults of, of, the, of, of, the, of, the, of the civilians, of the population in Gaza to, uh, um, um, to the uh, truck, uh, transportation, the bus, uh, we, we broke the hostages um, back to Israel. We saw that. And this is immensely, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's very hard to see that. It's an enormous. Because we do, yeah, it, we it, do want to believe that all of, not all of them are Hamas supporters. We still want to believe that, you know, for our own, you know, uh, health, uh, uh, um, mental, you understand? Yes, but, but uh, in reality, it's uh, it, it's hard to support the contention that Palestinians in Gaza support Hamas. They were the ones dancing in the streets when 9-11 yeah. occurred here in the United States. They were the one dancing in the streets when October 7th occurred uh, in Israel. And yeah. there, there just are not many who can be identified as quote-unquote innocent civilians. When we come back after this short break, we're going to talk about uh, talk with Delphine Gamberg, uh, Deputy G- Consul General to the, from the State of Israel to the Midwest here in the United States about how this evil just across the border from Israel was allowed for so many years to metastasize into what happened on October 7th. How can that be allowed to happen? And what were the circumstances? Because many people excuse and actually say Israel deserved what happened on October 7th, as as immoral as that statement is. And we need to understand some of this background as we talk further about What's going on in the war, how the IDF is conducting it, what the goals and objectives are, and then what the end game might be after this war. What is the exit? We'll get to all of it here today on the Victory Hour. Thank you once again for joining us. Merry Christmas, and we'll be right back. Parker, and thank you again for joining us on this 
Christmas Eve day. And Merry Christmas to all out there who are celebrating. Uh, we're talking to Dr. Delphine Gamberg, Deputy Consul General to the Midwest here in the United States from the Jewish state of Israel. And uh, uh, few have more experience in geopolitical issues, public relations, as she is the not just the Deputy Consul General, but also the Director of Communications uh, at the, consul gen- the Consulate in uh, Chicago. And we're talking, of course, uh, about the war in Gaza, the war against the horrific terrorist uh, organization Hamas, uh, and to some extent Hezbollah on the northern border, which Hamas and Hezbollah, you may not know, uh, spells Iran. See, those two words together, they spell Iran. And don't be mistaken about it, uh, because that is what is at the root of what is going on in the Middle East. Iran gets removed, we have peace in the Middle East. I've been saying it for years. If it were to happen and the mullahs were replaced, we would have peace in the Middle East because Israel would make peace with its Arab neighbors and the Palestinians would then have to make peace because they'd have nowhere to turn. And it's a three-step process. All right, I'm off my soapbox uh, we're with uh, Dr. Delphine Gamber. Doctor, um, on the other side of the break, I was uh, commenting on how it was possible after, what was it, 2005, 2006, where uh, Arik Sharon removed all the Jews, all of the Israeli uh, oversight uh, or control or involvement or presence in the Gaza Strip, completely removed, and all handed over to the Palestinians. Uh, How is it possible that over the last 20 years, less than 20 years, uh, the evil on that border, and just so people have a sense of it, we're talking about like Hudson to Stillwater. That's what we're talking about. Or Minneapolis to St. Paul. They are abutted. They are right next to each other. Uh, and, and it's a neighbor across the street. How did this sort of evil, uh, occur and be allowed to occur, uh, during the last, what I say, uh, 17, 18 years? Yes. Um, it's very hard to answer the question because we don't understand. We also don't understand how something like October 7 could happen, this barbarism and, and, and this hatred and this feeling of, of you know, the, the, I mean, killing the Jews and, and it's, uh, it's absolutely terrible. And I believe that somewhere we didn't want to see that. Again, we didn't want to see uh, um, in our enemies this inhumanity, this, this, this barbarism, because we want to we want to live so badly that we just deny that we just didn't want to see that we knew what is Hamas obviously we we we, we know what is uh, the Hamas charter we said that, uh, that 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 basically the target is is to kill all the Jews and to to uh, and 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 to extend the Palestinians yeah to extinguish the, the Jewish state yeah that says it right absolutely. in the charter yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. They, 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 they say that, they repeat that over and over again. So this is not that we didn't know that, but we thought that we can still live in front of them. We can still live in front of this immensely incredible Burberry. Uh, I don't know how to explain that. You know, Again, you, we want we want we want to leave. We want to, to dance, and we want to you know, and 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 we saw that okay. From time to time, there were some missiles fired from 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 Gaza to the Israeli southern localities, but we just said, well, okay, it's it will be fine. You know, in Israel, we have we have an expression "Yebeseder." It will be fine, and we say it all the time. It's it's been you know part of a "Yebeseder." It will be okay. It will be fine. But no, it it wasn't fine. October seven, obviously, uh, is is the is the, the um, probably the best example that we have somewhere underestimated our enemy. And I would imagine, uh, Doctor, that uh, the West. The United States view of what it would have taken in order to either remove Hamas or eliminate Hamas, they wouldn't have allowed Israel to engage in a war against this terrorist organization. Israel would have been held at bay. So while year in, year out, Hamas continued in control of Gaza and was building hundreds of miles of tunnels and using U.S. aid and Western aid to Gaza as they were crying, to, you know, that, oh, our people are starving and we aren't getting electricity and there's no water and it's the worst environment. It's a humanitarian crisis. You need to send more money. We now know that they spent that money on tunnels and they spent that money on ammunition and on weaponry, high level weaponry. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really horrific. But the other thing that people say, doctor, is, well, Israel deserves it because they put a blockade. Yeah, they gave them Gaza, but then they put a blockade like a, uh, uh, an iron lock around the country so that nothing could get in or out. What do they expect? You put people in despair and they're going to lash out at you. Is that true? Did Israel do that? Or did Israel, in fact, give Palestinians millions, if not billions of dollars over the years uh, and gave them jobs and allowed opening? They just didn't allow, you know, munitions to come in. Yeah, absolutely. First, first, um, uh, I want to remind that the blockade is not only from Israel. It's from Israel and from Egypt. Yes. Because Egypt had a very hard time to get rid of the terrorists in the Sinai Peninsula. It took more than 10, than 10 years and a decade to get rid of the terrorists. And they don't want any uh, Gazan civilian to get into Egypt. Um, uh, and, and again, this blockade is, uh, I mean, ju- just, just think about that. If you have a terrorist organization living just after your, your, your border, it's uh, it's uh, we should have some kind of of defense uh, 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 b- 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 system to not allow them to get into into your, your country. I mean, this is obvious. But the blockade is it's it's only on a, a material and items that may be used for the confection of uh, of of weapon. 
or tunnels or but still it it's a it's a the, the, this this um, the Gaza Strip is heavily armed and it is and there the, and, and obviously the tunnels that we see today all this tunnel system which is amazing yeah the uh, tunnels. It's, it's unbelievable so it's a, it's a, it's billions and billions of dollars that has been uh, deterred from from their uh, main target which is um, the welfare of the Palestinian people uh, for for the benefit of the Hamas and to the extent it's, that it, there's a blockade, it obviously didn't work very well. Yeah, because... <laughs> but 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 yeah, but but, but the impo- it's very important also to remind that the blockade was not on on a, a, a food or medicine or, or anything right. like that. Just on on items that are able to be used by terrorist organization Hamas uh, for weapons, for tunnels, for for uh, terrorist equ- equipment and infrastructure. This is about that about nothing else. And every day, every day until October 7, about 50,000 Palestinians were allowed to come to Israel to work in Israel because we believed that it's very important. Yeah, it's very important to give them a better salary, to have them, you know, meet with Israelis to see how do we live to understand what is with society so we can build a, 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 a long-standing peace on that basis that we know each other that we, we understand each other and and it's 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 a lot and we've allowed that also from from the, the, the yeah 50,000 well. yeah every day yeah. coming across the every day every so day let me ask, if, if let me ask you yeah. if if I'm correct uh about this sure the the innocent civilian issue and the numbers even the numbers that hamas comes up with which are absolute lies they they yeah. are they're out of whole cloth there is no basis or support for them and if you try to get it you can't and if you do that it's made up information that has been established uh the world is talking about all oh, these innocent civilians, ten thousand or, or twenty thousand. I'm not minimizing that. Of course, it's not accurate. Mm-hmm. But what 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 are the numbers of innocent civilians that have been killed in Syria by the Syrians? Has the UN made a huge deal about uh, the Syrian humanitarian crisis that you see on the cover pages of of every newspaper in the United States or in the West? I haven't heard anything about it, and it's in the hundreds of thousands, if not million people at this point. Certainly in terms of those who have had to leave, it's in the millions, and that's by Syria. And secondly, on October 8th, did the U.N. pass a resolution calling Hamas's uh, day of killing barbarism and butchery and citing them with war crimes? Did they do that on October 8th? Or how about October 10th? Or how about into November? Have they done it once? No, but they're coming out with resolutions against Israel. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, this this is about applying double standards. This is about the definition of anti-Semitism. It's also about applying double standards when it comes to Israel. Nothing that 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 is requested from from Israel has been ever requested from any other army in the world in any other conflict, any other. And we are really more than aware. We are doing everything in our power to to adopt and to adapt the humanitarian laws 
during this this this, um, this this conflict and this war with with the Hamas. And again, it's not a war against the Palestinians; it's a war against a terrorist organization called Hamas, which is very different. And and we should remind it again and again and again. And 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 the UN position has been really horrific because it really comes to double standards. And 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 you're right; no nothing has been done. Even even when it comes to the uh, um, um, uh, women, um, sexual crimes against women, and and nothing, we don't hear nothing. What about me too? What about the, the UN uh, Commission for 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 women's rights? Nothing. Nothing. It's uh, it's, it's incredible. It, uh, it, it's pitiful. It is disgraceful. I think uh, it's a shame. The UN should be ashamed of themselves. Uh, and uh, but it, you know it's it, it's not surprising when Jewish blood runs in the street it is silent and uh others they pass resolutions and they point the finger uh, at israel the most moral and ethical army engaged in warfare in world history the idf we're going to be back after this uh short break with dr delphine gamberg the deputy consul general to the Midwest here in the United States from the Jewish state of Israel. Very interesting uh, discussion about what's going on uh, and, and what is truth and what is myth and fiction as it relates to what's going on uh, right now in the war uh, against Hamas, the terrorist organization Hamas. A Merry Christmas again to uh, all, and we're going to be back after this short break. Go to Parker DK. Uh, .com. Make sure to stay with us. Once again, for staying with us with this very interesting and informative discussion with the Deputy Council General from the State of Israel to the Midwest here in the United States, stationed in Chicago, and that's Dr. Delphine Gamberg. Uh, doctor, I, w- I want to just digress for a moment uh, from our specific discussions about the war in Gaza brought on by the Hamas terrorist organization made up of Palestinians uh, and with an immense number of Palestinians that support Hamas and support the horrific butchery, unfortunately. The latest poll, as you're aware, 75% of Palestinians in the West Bank, uh, uh, well, in Gaza and in the West Bank, support what Hamas did on October 7th and how they did it and all of the barbarism that was a part of it. It's easy to say those words, but you just have to see the video that Hamas created uh, to, uh, to understand the horror of it. And to support that uh, is uh, very sad. <clears throat> but I want to digress. And you, you've been stationed uh, in France and, and here in the United States uh, I know uh, you you have a sense of anti-Semitism, uh, but after October 7th, what we have seen 
is both wonderful because the amount of support that has come out uh, for the state of Israel, for the Jewish people around the world has been amazing. But at the same time, uh, the amount of rot and evil supporting the death and killing of Jews, referring to Jewish genocide as needing to be condemned depending on the context. This sort of response from some of the leaders of various countries calling for a ceasefire after this, which occurred early on by the Prime Minister of France, a place you know well. Tell us a little bit about your experience of anti-Semitism, both when you were in Europe and in the United States, and what you're afraid of seeing today. Yes, um, uh, what I see today here, not only here, unfortunately, it's uh, it's been all over the you know, the country and the world. Uh, it's really, really scary. Uh, because after after the massacre of uh, October seven. I was pretty sure that we will see a huge wave of support for Israel. And also because it was, it's not an wanted war. We didn't want this war. We have been going to this war by, again, by terrorist organization Hamas, uh, uh, because we need to protect our citizens. And, and I was starting to see how much hatred, how much anti-Semitism has been unleashed. After October seven, um, it's I, I'm I know France quite well because I was born in France and raised in France, and so because I was posted in France uh, a few years ago. Um, what we see here, what we see there, uh, in some extent, it's uh, the situation it was here because in France there are laws uh, against um, uh, discrimination, harassment based on the. Uh, um, national uh, uh, religion or, or ethnicity, so um, so it's it's a bit different, uh, and and it has been for the last let's say ten years, uh, really a policy of zero tolerance uh, uh, toward anti-Semitism. Here it's it's a bit different because uh, uh, there is absolute free speech. And uh, and this is why we we, we see those horrific uh, uh, slogans uh, in rallies, especially in campuses, uh, and especially this slogan for Palestine from the river to the, to the sea, which is a genocidal call. It's what it is, a genocidal call, because because from from people who even don't know uh, what river and what sea, they don't understand. This is the Jordan River and and Regional Sea, and just in between is the state of Israel. So basically, they call for the for the uh, annihilation of the state of Israel, which is incredible that today in America people can call for the annihilation uh, annihilation of the state of Israel of the Jewish people, and nothing can be basically done because of the speech. Which is very important, but when it comes to harassment, bullying, and, and, and intimidation, and it's uh, it should be at some point uh, limited, I, I believe. Well, you know, because, it, yeah. just to be to, to be clear on that point, uh, from the river to the sea, it's not just yeah. that we're saying, "Wow, that means genocide of the Jews." That is a phrase that has been used for decades 
mm-hmm. to mean genocide of the Jews and the complete destruction of the state of Israel. It was it, it was used widely by Gamil Nasser. He used it in speech upon speech upon speech to yes. to rev up the Arab street to destroy every Jew and to destroy the country, the state of Israel, after Absolutely. shortly after it was created. And in fact, it was the, uh, the war cry that he used. And now a political party in this country and members of that party are using that phrase. It is an absolute disgrace and people need absolute to understand disgrace. that history. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and and, and it's it's also um, a phrase which is mentioned on the charter of the Hamas, the covenant of the Hamas. Ah, yes, rising from the river to the sea, which is absolutely incredible. And also, when it comes uh, um, uh, to students, uh, I, I guess you you know you know this uh, uh, a few days ago, saying that uh, um, more than fifty percent, fifty percent of uh, uh, young Americans aged from 18 to 25 believe that uh, Israel should be ended yes. and give back to, to Hamas. Yes. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. And all of the principles that those young people believe in, the principles of progressivism, of liberalism, yeah. of social equal justice. rights, of social justice, of women's rights, of gay rights, Hamas would destroy all of them. They would Absolutely. hang them from the highest tree in the public square. Yeah. And, and this, this is why it's so painful. This yes. is why it's so, so very painful because the, I, I have to believe that, I mean, this, that's, we, we are witnessing a kind of inversion of values. It reminds me, you know, Ishayahu um, uh, Isaiah. I don't know what his name in English. Isaiah, you know, the prophet. Yes, in the Bible. Uh, Isaiah, Isaiah, yes. Yeah, you know, those who, who call evil good and good evil, we put darkness for, for uh, light and life for darkness. And and I, I this is what I see today, uh, an, inversion, an inversion of the values. So many fake news, so many hatred, and and. It's it's very it's very hard. As I it's said the other day, and it's very sad, and I don't mean to minimize or or compare fully the Holocaust to what is happening with Hamas and its rise to power, if you will. But if Joseph Goebbels had the internet when he was uh, propagating the the hate and the excuse and the rationalization for murder of millions, it would have been double, triple, or more that would have been murdered because he could have rallied so many more. We can't allow yeah. it. Uh, we can't allow it to happen. L- let me uh, ask you one other thing, turning back uh, to the war. I-, I-, I was having a discussion the other day. I'd like your thoughts on this. Uh, virtually every war that has ever occurred in human history has ended in negotiation. And the question becomes, in this war, is it possible to end it at some point in negotiation? Or is this the type of war that can only end with complete destruction of the terror organization Hamas? I, was, uh, I would say that I would like to say that uh, there should be 
both. First, in order to open any kind of negotiation, because obviously we, not, we cannot uh, negotiate with, with Hamas. We cannot negotiate peace, at least with Hamas. We did negotiate uh, through Qatar and other partners in, uh, in the region, and, and of course, uh, uh, um, the USA and Europe uh, for, the release, for, for the release of the hostages. Um, but when it comes to a negotiation for a peace negotiation, it won't be with the Hamas. This is this is an absolute uh, 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 certainty. So first, we need to get rid of Hamas. Hamas needs to be destroyed, and the Hamas, the terrorist infrastructure in Gaza, must be destroyed because before we even think about speaking of you know, peace and negotiations for peace, is very important. This is crucial. We cannot, we cannot speak with with this organization, obviously. No, they, you know, they 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 want complete destruction uh, yeah. of the state of Israel, and and they are zealots, obviously, by their conduct and actions, uh, committing war crime upon war crime. By the way, the IDF is not the body that has committed war crime. Uh, it has again one of the most moral and ethical uh, war set of war rules of any fighting force in human history, and we can, we're going to have a whole show on that subject. We're going to take a quick break. We're talking to Dr. Delphine Gamberg, Deputy Counsel General uh, to the United States, the Midwest, uh, from the State of Israel. And we're going to continue our discussion. I, on the other side, I, I'd like to talk to the doctor about uh, the two-state solution. And what this does to the two-state solution, is that still a viable alternative? And what interest does or should the United States have in what occurs in the Middle East thousands of miles uh, away? Uh, Some people say, well, you know, we shouldn't be spending any money providing any support one way or the other. We should stay out of it. And I think people need to understand the strategic issues the moral value issues, the common value issues between the United States and Israel. We'll be right back with Dr. Delphine Gamberg to discuss just that. Again, Merry Christmas. Go to ParkerDK.com, but most importantly, stay with us. Merry Christmas, and thank you once again for joining us today on this important episode of the Victory Hour. You know that we talk politics, Israel, and the law each Sunday, and uh, this week and many of the past several weeks, we have uh, uh, been talking about the war in Israel. We're talking to Dr. Delphine Gamberg, Deputy Counsel General uh, to the United States, to the Midwest here, uh, from the state of Israel, speaking for the foreign ministry in the state of Israel. Uh, doctor, uh, I just wanted to underscore, by the way, so that people understand. Hamas is a terrorist organization. Their main enemy is the Jews and the destruction of the state of Israel. But they're also their enemy are the Palestinians. They do nothing to support the Palestinians. 
Peaceful Palestinians who want to live side by side with the state of Israel in peace, they are the enemy of Hamas. Hamas does not want that, and they never will. The destruction of Hamas is supportive of the Palestinian people as well as the state of Israel and supportive of peace in the Middle East. So those of you from the West in Europe, sit down and quit talking. Same thing who, who deny that reality here in the United States. Doctor, why should the United States care about what happens in this war? I think it's very important. And I, I, I see that President Biden understands that fully. Uh, I, Israel is obviously it's, a, it's an outpost of the Western civilization in the Middle East, in the Middle East. And Israel is not fighting today only for itself. It's fighting, of course, Israel has the absolute right to defend itself. It should defend itself. It has to defend itself and its citizens, but is also defending and protecting Europe and America and the Western civilization, if I may say. It's very important to understand that. It's very, very important. It's crucial. It's, it's, it's in the best interest of, of America and Europe to have a, a, a free and strong Israel uh, in the Middle East. This is a fight for civilized moral values. That's what it Absolutely. is. And it's nothing short of that. A fight for civilization as we know it. And the West has got to understand that. Quit appeasing and rewarding evil because it's been done time and time again, and all it does is make it more powerful. Speaking of that, I want to close here as it relates to the hostages. Uh, it, it is so sad and, and heart-wrenching to, to see the pictures of these people that are being held hostage. We know in horrific uh, conditions these are innocents uh, from the ages of three on up to uh, uh, octogenarians, and uh, you just can't express enough how how much our heart goes out to them. What can Israel do and make sure that they are not rewarding the taking of hostages, which would be the worst thing to do? Of course. Well, this is this is this is very. I think it's the most. Imperious, the most important uh, issue today in Israel, the release of the hostages. And we know already that some of them died in captivity. Uh, we know there, there are many, many corps that uh, needs also needs also to be um, uh, given back to Israel. Uh, we today 129 hostages held in, in, in Gaza. 129, among them 19 women and two babies, two children. You, the the, the gin, gin, ginger family, fear uh, um, uh, and Ariel, nine, ten months old and four years old. This is very immensely painful for, for the Israeli society. Yeah, the Israeli society, the Israelis, they can't breathe. They won't be able to breathe until those people and those kids won't come back home. This is terrific. And, it it and, is a war crime of all war crimes, and the UN sits silent. The 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 West Western Europe sits silent yeah. and does nothing about it. Why? Ah, it's Jews. Yeah, yeah, but I told before it's an inversion inversion of values, and 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 you know the, the very sad part of it is that the uh, uh, the pro I even don't say pro Palestinian because Israel also is pro Palestinian. We're helping the Palestinians much more than any other Arab country in the in the area. No question. But 
Israel supports Palestinians more than any other country in the Middle East, including all the Arab countries. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I will say a pro-Palestinian, but I, I would say I would say the pro-Hamas and the radical Islam is using the the very progressive uh, uh, narrative to to advance their interests, Ex- which exactly. is also and which which they- is also anti-Semitism and Israeli hatred and 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 the, and, and hate for the for the Western values you which know, we it's, represent. It's it's, it's uh, using the progressive movement for their own purposes. Dr. Delphine Gamberg, thank you so much for being with us on the Victory Hour today. And we look thank forward to our next opportunity with the Consul General's office. Thank everyone there for us. Next week, join us, last show of the year, and we will reflect on it. Until then, have a great week. Things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy and hope.